0: So the big question is this, how are real estate agents and brokers like us who are spending our own money, yet are under attack from massive companies that have almost unlimited bankrolls? How do we market in a way that lets us get our services and our ability to make a positive difference in so many lives out to the world, and yet still remain profitable and build the lives of our dreams? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Robert Tucker, and welcome to Real Estate Sales Secrets. All right, drive time video training for today. Circle prospecting when you have a buyer. You know, we hear a lot about circle prospecting and what that is, and it can be on the seller side, it can be on the buyer side. Um, When I started out, you know, I didn't have any kind of money or any sphere of influence or anything, so I had to use creativity to go and get... uh, clients and especially when it came to finding listings and things like that so it's very easy to get buyers because buyers you know if you're starting out buyers should be one of the first things that you're looking at because listings take a while to sell buyers are going to buy and they're going to close faster than listings that's just kind of how it is and they're very easy to find but the challenge is is how do you build on getting a buyer and how do you break into additional clients when you have a buyer, because everybody always talks about how there are at least two additional pieces of business when you have a seller or something that goes under contract. Well, that's the same with buyers. If you do it correctly, let me explain what I mean when I talk about that. So let's say you have a buyer and you're in a neighborhood as a sale and you get them under contract and you, you are want to work that neighborhood. So imagine this. The biggest thing that people see in a lot of cases is the sign in the front, and then most people send out the wonderful just-listed, just-sold postcards and all that junk, for lack of a better way to say it, because they're absolutely irrelevant and they mean nothing And people throw them in the trash can. And everybody only sends out a couple of them or one time when they do it. So let me give you the secret to circle prospecting when you have a buyer. So I have a buyer and I go, we go under contract. Well, here's the first thing that I'm gonna do if I wanna work that area. I'm gonna send out a postcard that says under contract with that buyer. Now, it's not necessarily going to get any response or anything like that because it's what you're what you're doing is that you're building your brand in that neighborhood. So watch what happens. You also want to make sure that you have a call to action on that. And I'm not talking about call me if you're thinking about selling your home or anything like that. That stuff doesn't work. It's junk. And anybody that tells you that is absolutely not right and they're just following what the rest of the people who have no idea what marketing is are telling them to do. So instead of that, you have you offer free information. You say, go to this website for a free report on your neighborhood. Go to this website for a free report on the seven seven secrets of buying a home and saving thousands, whatever it happens to be. So it's direct response marketing that you want to put on there. Now, the what else you want to do is once the day of the closing happens, you want to do a couple of things. One, you want to get an agreement from your buyer and put your Sign in the front yard for a week or two weeks or however long they'll let you do it. What that does is all of a sudden the other sign is gone. Now your sign is in there. Nobody forgets the, nobody remembers the other sign. They remember your sign. Now here's what's funny. You're going to have all these old agents screaming, Oh, you can't, yes, you can. Just get something for yours and you can put it we had we ended up doing this at first we used just the for sale signs but of course they're not for sale so we made sure that we made signs that said just sold and so now think about what you've done you've got an under contract you've got a just sold sign in the front yard in addition to that you actually put you do another postcard that says just sold so now they've gotten three pieces of, of information in that neighborhood, and it could be 50, 100, 200, whatever it is, however many homes that you can do or want to do. By the way, you can do the same thing with door hangers or with flyers in the mailbox, whatever it is, if you don't have the money to do the actual postcards. So then a week later, it is another just sold, but we're looking for, we have additional buyers for the neighborhood. And then a week after that, it's come meet your new neighbors and you have a open house for your for your family that just moved in there to meet their new neighbors. So now you're building a presence in the neighborhood. You continue this for the next 30 days with various postcards, all offering information, all asking various questions to get response. So over the period of 60, 90 days, whatever it happens to be from the time that it goes under contract to the time that um, your new family, the buyers have been in the house for 30 and 60 days, you now probably have no less than eight contacts in that neighborhood for those same houses and same neighbors, but you, but, and probably in some cases up to 12 contacts you now own that neighborhood. And it's amazing what happens when you work it like that because you can do that for every buyer and you can end up getting an additional two pieces of business for every single buyer that you have if you do that and do it correct. You know, there was a study done many, many years ago and they did an experiment and it was, they asked a question of a certain neighborhood and it was, who would you use if you were to buy or sell a home or or recommend? And when they did the initial survey, it was all over the board. And it was Larry Kendall in Colorado that did the survey and commissioned the survey. Um, Larry's a phenomenal broker in Colorado and just outstanding, very, very good stuff and great company up there as well. So when they did it, they got all kinds of responses back. And it was, oh, I'd use Lisa. I would use Sally. I'd use Sam. I'd use Fred. I'd use, you know, all over the board. So what happens is is over the period of the next eight weeks, and this is where, if you ever hear of an eight by eight campaign, this is where this came from. And this was the originator of that. So he sent something every week for eight weeks. And then he redid the survey. When he redid the survey, the predominant, recommended real estate agent was the one that they sent out the 8x8 campaign for. And here's the kicker on that as well. The agent didn't exist. It was a fictitious agent. But the most recommended and referred agent would have been this fictitious agent. So think about that when you're doing your marketing and and this piece of that tactic on there is that circle campaign prospecting that you can also do with your buyers. It will generate a ton of traffic for you. Um, So there's your tip of the day. If you want to make two additional sales for every buyer you have, do this, implement it and go get them. A couple of things. Make sure that you check out our real estate sales summit. It's going to be awesome. 30 speakers that are covering a variety of expert topics, everything for for sale by owners, to open houses, to circle marketing, to social media, to anything that you can think of. Every single one of them is a million dollar GCI producer. So these people know what they're talking about. Stay tuned to it and I'll we'll start announcing who they are upcoming, but it's gonna be unreal. And by the way, it is absolutely 100% free for you guys. So stay tuned. We'll keep you up to date about it. Make it a great day, guys.